In today's show, we'll be discussing Bitcoin Bollinger Bands hitting a key zone as the Bitcoin price fights for $27,000. And breaking news just in, Bitcoin hash rate hits a new all-time high. Let's go. And quoting Stacey Herbert, Bitcoin is pumping on the news of President Bukele's speech to the UN tonight. Can't wait. We'll also be discussing Bitcoin Adoption Fund launched by Japan's $500 billion Nomura Bank. That's right. The Bitcoin Adoption Fund will have long-only exposure to Bitcoin and be available to institutional investors. We'll also be sharing Sam Bankman-Fried's father dragged his mother into an FTX U.S. salary dispute. You can't make this stuff up, folks. Also in today's show, Bitcoin gearing up for a post-having parabola, according to crypto analysts. I'll be sharing his very bullish all-time high target. We'll also be discussing... Crypto asset market cap should explode 5 to 10x during the next bull cycle, according to macro investor Raul Powell. I'll also be sharing Peter Thiel's $4 million Bitcoin price prediction, and we'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more, in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome, everyone just joining us. This is pod episode number 1406. I'm your host, JV, and today is September 19th, 2023. We have lots to cover as usual. Massive shout out to everyone today in the live chat. Please let me know where you're tuning in from. And at the end of the show. I'm going to be reading everyone's comments out loud. Let's kick off today's show with our market watch as we do each and every day. The entire crypto market back in the green with Bitcoin back above $27,100 and checking out coinmarketcap.com, the current crypto market cap on the climb at $1.08 trillion with roughly $27 billion in volume for the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance at 49.2% and the Ether dominance at 18.4%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours. We have Ton Coin leading the pack up 5%, trading at $2.57, followed by GMX up about 5%, trading just under 36 bucks, followed by Conflux up 4%, trading at 12 and a half cents. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past week, virtually 95 out of the top 100 cryptos are in the green. Some of the top gainers include uh, GMX, GRT, as well as CRV and NEO. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated at 46 in fear, same as yesterday. Last week was a 30 in fear, and last month, a 37 in fear. So there you have it. How many of you are pretty stoked for this most recent pump? And how many of you agree with Stacey Herbert that this pump is due to Bukele's speech scheduled for this evening? Let me know, fam. And now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the charts and what's popping with the King Crypto. Bitcoin could see fresh upside volatility as the price action and the strength revisits a key level, according to a class metric. In a new post, uh, John Bollinger, creator of the Bollinger Bands Volatility Indicator, says the Bitcoin was positioned for a breakout decision. That's right. After hitting new September highs the day prior, Bitcoin has been challenging resistance levels out of reach since mid-August, according to data from Cointelegraph and TradingView. Now for Bollinger, the signs for Bitcoin are encouraging. Bollinger Bands use is standard deviation around the simple moving average to determine both the likely price ranges and volatility. And as Michael Saylor once said, Volatility equals life force. Now, currently, Bitcoin is putting in daily candles that touch the upper band. And when this happens, it can signal an imminent reversal back to the center band or conversely, an inbound fit 
of upside volatility. Now, narrow Bollinger Bands seen on Bitcoin recently lend weight to hopes that the latter scenario will now play out, quitting him here. And then there is the first tag of the upper Bollinger Band. After the new set of controlling bars were established at the lower band, he commented alongside this chart. The question is now, can we walk up to the upper band or is it too early to answer? What are your thoughts, chat? Let me know in the comments below. Now, Bollinger characterizes the current mood among seasoned Bitcoin traders and analysts on the short-term time frames. Despite the strength seen this week, caution abounds as various trend lines previously acting as support remain above the spot price. Now, discussing the situation, we had on-chain monitoring resource. Material indicators share the following. We have heavy technical resistance overhead at the key moving averages and support at the lower low. It is quite possible that we round trip the range and with any luck, we'll see a legit test of the RS levels that will give us some clarity on where Bitcoin goes from here before the end of the week. And they also shared here in update number two, as noted earlier, it appears the Bitcoin bulls are getting some momentum, but things are not always as they seem. And goes on to share that sometime after last night's candle and close open, we've seen a new trend precognition signal develop on the daily chart. And it seems to be bullish. I mean, we are breaking out. We are above 27,000. So let's freaking go. And also more strong foundation on the technicals. You can see Bitcoin hits yet another all-time high, which virtually means the network has never been this strong and this secure. Now, I'm pretty stoked to tune in to President Bukele's speech to the UN this evening. What do you think he has to share? Besides, I told you so. Let me know, fam. And again, welcome to everyone just joining us for the live show. Lots to continue to cover. So let's continue breaking it down. Next, let's discuss this adoption fund, which is a pretty big deal coming out of uh, Japan. Let's go check this out. Japan's largest investment bank, Numora's digital asset subsidiary, Laser Digital Asset Management, launched the Bitcoin adoption fund specifically for the institutional investors. Bring it. The official announcement noted that Bitcoin-based fund will be the first in a range of digital adoption investment solutions that the firm plans to introduce. Now, Numora Mora is a Japanese financial giant with over $500 billion worth of assets, which basically that's half a trillion, baby, offers brokerage services to leading institutional investors. The Bitcoin fund launched by its digital asset arm will now offer investors direct exposure to BTC. The Laser Digital Bitcoin Adoption Fund offers long key exposure to Bitcoin. The financial giant has chosen Kamanu as its regulated custody partner. The Bitcoin fund is a portion of Laser Digital Fund's segregated portfolio company that has been registered as a mutual fund in accordance with the Cayman Islands Regulatory Authority. Now, Laser Digital Asset Management head Sebastian said, the Bitcoin is one of the enablers of this long-lasting transformational change and long-term exposure to Bitcoin offers a solution for the investors to capture this macro trend. Now, the Bitcoin Adoption Fund might be the first of its kind launched by Nomura in the digital asset arm, but the Japanese investment banking giant has been investing in the digital asset ecosystem for quite some time already. In fact, September of last year, the firm launched its digital asset venture capital arm to stay at the forefront of digital innovation. And also earlier in August of this year, Nomura's crypto arm, Laser Digital, also won Dubai's virtual asset regulatory authority license to operate in the country. The long-only Bitcoin adoption fund for investors in Japan comes amid a growing discussion around Bitcoin-based investment products from regulated and mainstream financial giants. The United States SEC approved two Bitcoin ETFs, even though there is a delayed decision specifically on the spot. Bitcoin ETFs, what's up with that, Mr. Gensler? Just saying. And apart from the US, Canada and Europe have also approved several Bitcoin-focused investment products over the past 
couple of years. So there you have it. Mass adoption, let's freaking go, especially on the institutional level. How many of you are in Japan? I know we have some in our audience out there. Let me know. And have you ever heard of this company uh, before? Any plans in investing through them? Let me know how you guys feel. And now let's break down the latest. It gets more surprising and shocking every day with what all is going on with Bankman Freed and FTX. Now his parents are involved. His parents are being sued by FTX. And it's just a nightmare of a mess, uh, to say the least. So let's break down this latest story regarding SBF. Now, Joseph Bankman, the father of the former FTX CEO, Sam Bankman Freed, complained to his son about the salary he was receiving during his employment at FTX US, turning the issue into a family matter. In a September 18 filing with the US Bankruptcy Court for the District of Delaware, FTX debtors filed a complaint against Bankman and Barbara Freed, alleging that SBF's parents misappropriated millions of dollars through their involvement in the exchange's business. And according to the court documents, Bankman's contract with FTX US should have provided a $200,000 annual salary following a leave of absence from the Stanford Law School in December 2021. However, Bankman seemed to express ignorance about the terms of the contract, claiming to both FTX US and his son that he was expecting a $1 million annual salary. What about all that property in the Bahamas, fam? What about all that? Hundreds of millions worth of property? Just wanted to throw that out there. The complaint states that Bankman was putting Barbara on this, suggesting that SBF's mother may have been able to persuade her son to follow through with the salary change. Things get even more interesting. So according to the complaint, Bankman's influence paid off with SBF later providing his parents $10 million from Alameda Research. Can you talk about co-mingling? A $16.4 million property in the Bahamas funded by FTX Trading, the ability to expense roughly $90,000 to FTX trading on the island nation in the Bahamas and options to purchase company stock. Now, when reached out to the legal team representing Bankman and Freed, but did not receive a response at the time, unfortunately, the legal action brought by the debtors was the latest in the bankruptcy case involving FTX and many of its subsidiaries filed in November of last year. Bankman Freed also faces 12 criminal charges to be spread across two trials starting in October 2023, which is right around the corner, fam, in March of 2024 right before the halving scheduled for April of next year. And since the federal, ju federal judge revoked his bail in August, Bankman Freed has been largely confined to the Metropolitan Detention Center in Brooklyn. Where's Brooklyn at? Before the start of his October trial, then on September 19th, a three-judge panel heard an appeal from SBF's legal team requesting the former FTX CEO to be released from jail in order to prepare for the trial, citing the lack of internet access and First Amendment issues. All I got to say is this. I mean, how many people realistically have access to the internet in jail? Why should he? Million dollar question right there. But what are your thoughts, fam? How do you think this is likely to play out? And do you think that Bankman Freed's parents are just as guilty as SBF himself with the co-mingling and the fraud of going up north of $30 billion, making it the biggest scam in history that we're aware of? Hence why we call him Mini Madoff, because he made off with billions of dollars worth of investors' money. And Gary Gensler and the SEC was protecting him behind closed doors. So it's going to be very interesting to see how all this is likely to play out. Now let's discuss post-halving. We all know there is a halving scheduled roughly six months out. We all know post-halving, the price action is most likely going to reach a new all-time high and enter price discovery mode. Well, this analyst shares a very intriguing target. So let's break this down, shall we? And welcome to y'all just joining us. Say hello in that live chat. Let me know where you're tuning in from. I stream live here seven days a week from Puerto Rico. So 
economist analyst Rat Capital tells his followers on X that Bitcoin can rally above $80,000 per coin in the months following next month's event. For the halving, send it, let's go. The Bitcoin halving cuts the Bitcoin miners' rewards in half, as we all know, expected to take place in April of next year. And while Rack Capital is a long-term bull on Bitcoin, he notes that it is possible for Bitcoin to continue its downtrend before the halving, quitting him here. Hang in there and make the most of any deeper downside in this pre-halving period. You won't want to miss out on the post-halving parabola. And he outlines here in this chart, it shows you in the yellow, the pre-having period, then in the pink, the post-having resistance, and then in the green, you can see the post-having parabola when we hit those new all-time highs. Now, Rack notes that Bitcoin may repeat its 2019 bear market cycle when it traded within a triangle pattern before breaking out and starting off the bull market. As he shares here, if Bitcoin continues to form lower highs, could Bitcoin fill the CME, which is the Chicago Mercantile Exchange gap, at $20,000 later this year or in early 2024? So he makes a good point. There is currently a gap sitting at that 20,000 psychological level. And he continues, if so, the possible path could be consolidation to the apex of the black triangle before finally breaking out to close the halving. And you can see that triangle right here in this chart. Now, looking at the chart, he seemed to suggest that Bitcoin will confirm the triangle breakout in April of 2024, followed by a rally towards his long-term target. Now, let me know your thoughts, chat. How many of you agree that Bitcoin is likely to break out to a new all-time high, entering price discovery mode in 2024, the year of the halving? Let me know. And what are some of your targets? I'd also like to point out that the stock, the flow model, and Plan B, creator of that model, he suggests uh, a 100 to $1 million price range for the King Crypto post having. We also have some very other bullish predictions, which I cover on a daily basis here on the channel. But I'd love to know your personal prediction. I think we reached the cycle peak personally sometime in 2025, but I think 2024 we enter that price discovery mode. But I'd love to know your thoughts and your opinions in the comments right down below. And now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss the latest from the macro guru, Raul Pal, who is suggesting that the Bitcoin market cap and crypto market cap as a whole does something between 5 and 10x for this upcoming bull cycle. Now, you do the math. We have a crypto market cap right now. I'm going to ballpark it at a trillion. We have a Bitcoin market cap. I'm going to ballpark it at a half a trillion, which is 500 billion. So hypothetically, if we were to 10x, Bitcoin in it of itself. We're talking about a $5 trillion Bitcoin market cap, which would be half the current market cap of gold. Now, with the entire crypto market cap, we can potentially hit $10 trillion. Now, also note, back in November of 2021, when we hit that all-time high of 69000 in November of last year, the total crypto market cap was just north of that $3 trillion market cap. So he's ultimately predicting over 3x high from the previous all-time high. So let's uh, break this down and shout out to Raul Pau. Here we go. Former Goldman Sachs executive Raul Pau says the next bull cycle can bring an explosion in the market cap of all of the digital assets. That's right. In a new interview with Altcoin Daily, the macro expert says he expects a huge increase in the adoption of digital assets, and that can cause the total market cap of crypto to skyrocket as much as 900% from its current value during the next bull market. Quoting the analyst here, obviously, I think we'll 
go well through new all-time highs. I think the whole ecosystem of crypto will go from 425 million users where we're at today. And I think at the end of this cycle, there'll be a billion users by that kind of use cases in which we have talked about. And let's not forget, we have got central bank digital currencies, better known as CBDCs, and stable coins. There is a lot going on still. So if this entire space is going to grow 2.5x in the number of users, well, the market cap of the entire space is 5 or 10x. Send it. Let's go. Powell also says he is closely watching development of layer two altcoin projects for new use cases, which could boost the value of their individual market cap, quitting him again. And then let's see how people value layer twos in this. We don't really know how layer twos accrue much value. Do we have to have a massive amount of transactions? In which case, then you need stuff like Ticketmaster with millions and millions and millions of transactions to drive value to those chains because they back them and batch them down to Ethereum. So there you have it. And to watch this uh, interview he did, Raul Powell, the macro guru with Altcoin Daily, entitled Best Cryptocurrency Investing Strategy into 2024. Check the show notes below the video in the description. And let me know your thoughts on his personal prediction. Do you feel post having that the market cap for the entire crypto market can likely 10x from the current valuation along with Bitcoin surging 10x to roughly a 5 trillion market cap? And high Hypothetically, if the macro guru is correct, where do you think that would likely take the Bitcoin price? Well, let's run some hypothetical math. If Bitcoin was to 10x from the current price action of 27,000, well, that's $270,000 per coin. Take that. And as we all know, if Bitcoin rises like that, the entire crypto market cap would go along for the ride, including the altcoins. So please let me know in the chat, fam, which altcoins, if any, are you most bullish on in the crypto market? And what are your thoughts surrounding Raul Powell being so bullish on Solana? A few months back, I read in an interview, he shared that 80% or more of his portfolio was specifically in an altcoin called Solana. So I'd love to know your thoughts. Obviously, he has a high risk tolerance as I look at that particular cryptocurrency to be very risky, especially with all that went in with the venture capitalists and SBF uh, and FTX exchange pumping that particular alt. So I'd love to know how you feel regarding all of that. And with that being shared, fam, now let's discuss Peter Thiel and his $4 million price prediction, as well as room Rumor has it, and I'll be covering this as well, that he dumped most of his Bitcoin position at the top of the market practically 30 days before the crash. So let's break this down because Peter Thiel was actually one of the keynote speakers at the Miami conference uh, for Bitcoin. And here's what he had to share as I transcribed his speech. And then we'll discuss him reportedly uh, making 1.8 billion cashing out on his eight year bet around the time he was touting these all time high predictions. So here we go. He says the enemy's list is a list of people who I think are stopping Bitcoin. He says there is a lot of them. They tend to have nameless, faceless, bureau perspectives, which of course is one of the ways they hide. He goes on to share, we are going to try to expose them and realize that this is sort of what we have to fight for Bitcoin to go up 10x or 100x from here. Now, just FYI, to give you some perspective, at the time he made this prediction on stage at the Bitcoin Miami conference, Bitcoin was trading at roughly 40 $3,000 per coin. So you run the math. 43,000 times 100x is over $4 million per Bitcoin. So that you know that. 
let's continue with what he had to share. The central banks are going bankrupt. We are at the end of the fiat money regime. How many of you agree with that statement? I agree there 100%. The first person on the list is Berkshire Hathaway CEO, Warren Buffett. Phil put up a picture of Buffett with two of his most famous quotes about Bitcoin. One was rat poison and the other, I don't own any and I never will. I also like to point out now since then, Warren Buffett has much indirect exposure to Bitcoin through Bitcoin mining stock companies and etc. So go figure, if you can't beat them, join them, right? And he goes on. He opined, I think the sociopathic grandpa, what a great nickname, of Omaha is perhaps the most honest and the most direct in it. Yeah, and I say also Charlie Munger goes along with him. Now, Thiel further noted that Buffett has a bias and makes him long on fiat money system and money managers who follow the Berkshire Hathaway executive's advice will pretend it's complicated to invest into Bitcoin. I think we call that FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And I would expect nothing less from one of the wealthiest people in the fiat money matrix Ponzi scheme. You know what I mean? So just saying. The next person on the list of Bitcoin's enemies is the one and only JP Morgan Chase CEO, Jamie Dimon, or as Max Kaiser calls him, Jamie the Tapeworm. They'll put Dimon's picture up with the following quote. I don't call them cryptocurrencies. I call them crypto tokens because currencies have rules of law behind them, central banks and tax with authorities. Now, you guys already know how I feel personally about JP Morgan Chase CEO, Jamie, Jamie Dimon, so I won't go any deeper there. But anyways, we know he's an enemy of Bitcoin and always has been. The next picture he put up was of the BlackRock CEO, Larry Fink, with the following quote, I see huge opportunities in a digitized crypto blockchain related currency, and that's where I think it is going to go. Now, just FYI, Larry Fink is the CEO of the largest asset management firm in the entire world, which owns a large share in virtually all of the companies in the S&P 500, and that is BlackRock. They currently have over $10 trillion in assets under management. And for a long time, he was spreading FUD regarding Bitcoin. But guess what? Like I mentioned earlier, if you can't beat them, join them because they just most recently, a few months ago, they submitted their application for a spot Bitcoin ETF, which ultimately means they're going to be introducing this to the institutions, which have trillions upon trillions of dollars, as there's currently north of $700 trillion in the total addressable market, and they want their piece of the Bitcoin pie. So he goes on to share. The PayPal co-founder added that Fink's quote is somewhat representative of the whole genre of Bitcoin attacks that need further context, stating that pro-blockchain is an anti-Bitcoin term, very typically. Thiel then brought up the environmental, social, and governance ESG standards, elaborating the following. The label they have come up with, and perhaps the real enemy, is ESG. I think that ESG is just just a hate factory. Also like to throw out there, Elon Musk, he stopped taking Bitcoin payments for Tesla. And he says it's because of the FUD regarding this ESG. And we all know it's not more than FUD. And it's already been proven that uh, Bitcoin is more than 50% clean energy. So the million dollar question, when will uh, the world's supposedly wealthiest man, Elon Musk, when will he start accepting Bitcoin payments again for Tesla? Isn't that a great question? And wouldn't you love to know the answer to that? Maybe you should ask Elon and tag him on X and see what he says. Anyways, uh, Theo Stress, you can always ask the question, what's the difference between ESG and the CCP, <laughs> the Chinese Communist Party? Well, when you think ESG, you should be thinking of CCP, 
preach. Now, he also goes on to share, it is the finance gentocracy that runs the country through whatever silly virtue signaling or hate factory to them, just like ESG, the billionaire concluded. This is what I would call and what you have to think of as a revolutionary youth movement. And we have to just go out from this conference and take over the world. So there you have it, fam. What are your thoughts surrounding Peter Thiel's prediction that we are likely to 100x? And along with his enemies list, as it seems, a lot of the enemies have come around and now have direct exposure to BTC. But it doesn't stop there because around that time, he was making this $4 million Bitcoin price prediction. He allegedly dumped most of his position cashing out in with over a billion dollars in profits for his fund. So let's also uh, break this down as this is also very relevant. How many of you were able to watch the speech he gave at that Bitcoin conference? It was epic to say the least. I recall it now. So here we go. Check it out. Peter Thiel's venture capital firm reportedly made $1.8 billion closing out its crypto positions around the time when he was an early Bitcoin bull, still predicting the tokens price to surge by 100x. And again, from 43,000 price action, 100x means over 4 million. Founders Fund had cashed out almost all of its bets on digital assets by March of 2022. According to the Financial Times report that cited people familiar with the matter, but Thiel was still backing Bitcoin, obviously, when he spoke at the crypto conference in Miami the following month. He went on to share, we're at the end of the fiat money regime, he said, adding that the token's price could increase 100-fold from its level at the time, which was reported at $44,000 per coin. That prediction was proven false, and as rising interest rates and failures of high-profile firms like Celsius Network, Three Arrows Capital, FTX, Terra Luna dragged the crypto sector into the prolonged bearish winter. Now, Bitcoin plummeted by over 60% in 2022 and was trading at under 17,000 by the end of the year. And I believe the bottom currently for the cycle is 15,700. How many of you feel that that bottom is in? Let me know, chat. Founders Fund first started pouring money into crypto all the way back in 2014 when Bitcoin was only trading at roughly $750 per coin. So by the time Bitcoin reached its all-time high in November of 2021, it had surge 8,500% from that particular level. Not too shabby for a seven-year run, wouldn't you say? Now, Thiel has a long track record as one of Silicon Valley's most prominent tech investors. He took early stakes in startups, which include Facebook, Elon Musk's SpaceX, and ride-hailing app Lyft, and even co-founded PayPal back in 1998. Thiel is also a high-profile supporter of the Republican Party and continued to voice his support for Donald Trump since the former president left office in January of 2021. The fund held around two-thirds of his portfolio in Bitcoin at one time, but now not has significant exposure to crypto, according to FT's sources. So there you have it. Fam, what are your thoughts surrounding his prediction and him cashing out at around that time he was making those all-time high predictions of 100x? Let me know, fam. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Hoddle.